Hey everybody and welcome to the first episode of my, or our actually, our Paranormal Podcast. Uh, We, The Haunted, and we are your hosts. I am Trevor Faith and here we have... We have Lily Dunkerson. Hey. You may know uh, me, but both of us from my youtube channel haunted faith which i'm sure i'll link below to some extent and but if you have been on my youtube channel or subbed to my channel for at least three to four years or the whole time then you will know uh that all my investigations at baker's hollow road and pallet snob she was my partner in crime i sure was (laughs) and yeah, I, I, I told her this before um, the podcast even started, but that part of my life, the beginning of YouTube, was the best part of my high school life ever. Like Which out of is everything, so flattering, <laughs> <laughs> so flattering. But yeah, uh, this podcast, I've been wanting to do a podcast for quite a while because, as many of you may or may not know uh i have been off of you youtube on the regular for the past year and a half so i recently got back into it because um i did an investigation at bobby mackey's which we'll talk about soon and my investigation will be on my youtube channel within the next couple of weeks and i was i just in my head i'm like i want to get back into youtube but i don't want to be recording and editing in depth every damn time i just want to sit down and talk about the paranormal and what's the best way to do that than a podcast and i was just going to do it between me and my partner but um she's a little camera shy so i didn't want to be the main focus and have to run that that'd be just too too much stress so that's when i reached out to my great friend here and she i I, apparently i read her mind is that what you said yeah you literally read my mind so about (laughs) like a month to two months ago i had started um thinking about starting a podcast because i started listening to podcasts about a year-ish ago and a lot of them were like true crime based and paranormal based at the same time and i'm like you know honestly i have so many experiences i know so much about the paranormal i could start my own podcast but i couldn't find anybody to start it with then you reached out to me and i was like oh Look at that. My opportunity yep. has opened. Here we go. We're <laughs> going to dive into this head first. Hell yeah. And at that point, because the way your text sounded on my end, I was like, is she like wanting to do this like once a month? Like you can't read emotions through text at all, really. No, it's so hard. <laughs> and so I'm like, is she serious about this? Because I, 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 I know that you were serious about the, the paranormal, but let's be honest, life and jobs and personal time, like how often is she going to want to do this and how serious? And then I sent her a couple of links about some microphones that she could buy because you mentioned at the time you didn't have one. And then... The next morning, I sent her a link to a cheap microphone that night. And then the next morning, I'm like, so what do you think of this? And she said, oh, I went out to Best Buy immediately that night and bought one. I'm like, okay, so she's serious about this, gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I was straight up serious. I know it's so hard to relay emotions to text messages, but I was so serious that during like my lunch break at work, I was like, okay, so I know there's a Best Buy across the street. So what kind of microphones do they have? And they had the one you sent me and I was like, and they had two left. And I was like, okay, I'm running there straight after work. So I'm in my dirty clothes, getting this microphone. I was like, I'm getting this done. We're doing this today. You walk up to to the cashier and it's like, don't ask questions. Just give me the fucking mic. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty. That's pretty much how it went. She kind of looked at me like a crazy person. I was like, please just do it. <laughs> I I have money. That's all you need. <laughs> I have the money. Just just let me have the microphone. Uh, but yeah, here we are. And um. Uh, through through the next couple of of episodes, I would say like two to three to four the next episodes, um, we are going to be talking about uh because we have a lot of encounters to go over, um, in each episode more than likely more than than likely unless something change change cha- cha- changes, we'll talk about, um the history of all of the two or three pl- the places that we're going to be talking about in the next episode to go in depth about them all and then the next couple of episodes after that one we'll uh, we'll talk about the encounters we had at each and then before we talk about that we'll give a rundown of what we said in, in the previous episode to just give a refresher then go from there but this episode we're going to be introducing ourselves talking about a specific encounter that we thought was really interesting and uh, give sneak peeks into the future episodes and also talk about the sneak peek into what I experienced at Bobby Mackey's and just that history in general. So yeah, um, I will let the lady go first. So tell us who, who, who you are, why you are, what you are, when you are, and uh, what time you are. What time I am? What time I am is currently an infinite number that I don't even think I could explain to people. I'm probably like past the billion number. Um, that's <laughs> that's I I I I know I graduated college and all, but I'm gonna need you do. I, I I need you to speak English for this podcast, please. I sure can't because I went to art school. <laughs> I can only portray through visual context. It just doesn't work <laughs> through words, but. Anyways, um, so as I said, my name's Lily Dunkerson. Um, I have experienced the paranormal since, oh my gosh, um, since I was a kid. Like, I don't remember a moment where I didn't feel like that I was surrounded by the paranormal. So, like, when I was a kid, I lived in this really old house in this back road and I know a lot of people don't understand what a back road is so I'm going to kind of explain what it is so it's almost like this really tiny sidewalk going through the middle of the woods that's all you need to know (laughs) so this house is really tiny it's in the middle of the woods um of course I lived there for 15 years and of course in those 15 years I had so many encounters with spirits. Um, It was usually mainly three different spirits. Um, One was a girl, a little girl. I used to call her Emily. I remember to this day. And I'll explain about her a little bit more because I think there's an interesting fact that I don't even think you know yet about her. 
Um, okay, continue. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty interesting. Um, the second one was a shadow figure, and the third one was a bald man with overalls that I used to see sometimes. Um, but I'm gonna focus a little more on the little girl for just a minute. Um, so she used to hang out a lot. I'm talking like middle of daylight. I would see her, you know, she'd be singing to me, floating above my bed, don't know what's going on. But recently my mom had seen a medium and this is, I mean, it was over the phone. It wasn't face to face. She didn't know who she was. Um, and the medium didn't know her, only knew her first name. That was it. And the first thing that this medium said was, um, did you know that your daughter is a sensitive and she everything that she told you in her childhood about this little girl uh, is true and is attached to you and your family? And of course, my mom's flabbergasted because when I was a child, that's all I ever talked about was this experience with this little girl and seeing her all the time and her like harassing us all the time to the point where I didn't sleep. I used to have to sleep with the TV on blast. I'm talking like to the point where my parents would be pissed because they couldn't sleep at night because this tv was on class <laughs> but she had told her that apparently the spirit was feeding off of her energy off of my mother's energy and my energy and like casted the spirit away but my mom after that had called me like straight after the reading and was like I am so sorry I never believed anything you said when you were younger because now I know it's true. Yeah, and that's one of the, like, not only with the paranormal, but, like, just that feeling in general with any, like, circumstance out there. Having someone finally be like, you were telling the truth. In your head, it's like, yeah, now you know. How do you feel? And in a paranormal sense, that's one of the best feelings ever because now the, the connections that you made someone else made and it's so like unreal yeah it it was just I was so awestruck because it was out of the out of the nowhere and she just was like I am so sorry that I ever just blew it off and I'm like yeah thank you <laughs> question mark but um yeah like the things that I would remember this little girl doing was um I would be singing along you know to early 2000s music and then her in a monotone voice being like la, na, na, just like singing along to the words what the hell yeah and I turn around and this little girl would be floating above my bed middle of the day middle of the day and I would run out of my room and my dad or my mom would be in the living room and I'd be like look there's somebody back there and they'd be like no there's not. You're fine. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess it's time to... At that point, I would just be like... Uh, no, I mean, I mean, I say that like I would make an, like, a comparison, but now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know what I would do there. Like, I, I act like I would say, like, oh, if I was in that position, I would just do this, but I can't put myself in your shoes at that point. I can't. It... There's some days where I think about my experiences because I still experience things to this day. Yeah. And, you know, of course, back then was a lot stronger, of course. But right. I think about them sometimes and I'm like, man, how did I even, how did I deal with that? I don't know how I did it, but I did it, obviously. <laughs> um, like, I remember 
being in the middle of the night and a girl's voice waking me up. It wasn't sleep paralysis or nothing because I could move and stuff. And there was nobody, some weird, like creepy looking demon looking at me or whatever. It would be a voice talking to me. And then I would like leave the room to my brother's room and be like, look, I'm going to have to stay in here. And then the voice still be talking to me. What the fuck? Like yeah. it, it was like literally like on your back. It sounded like. Yeah. It was a her and then a male voice because the male voice, I remember what he said. And it was one night where he told me to wake up and I woke up and he was like, it's okay. I'm here. It's fine. Like full sentence. And I'm like, no. So I got up and went to my brother's room and I was like, look, I'm going to have to stay with you tonight. I do not want to be alone. And the voice next to my ear said, it's okay. I will stay with you. And it was a male voice. voice. And at that point I was hysterical and I knew not to go to my parents because I had been experiencing stuff so much that they were getting mad about it. Yeah. So I would just go to my brother because he kind of understood what was going on because he was kind of experiencing things at the same time. So he understood. So he would always let me have to stay in his room with them. But I remember that specific experience very well. It was very traumatic. (laughs) Yeah. Like it wasn't the most traumatic thing that's happened, but it was one of the ones that sticks out most in my mind. Yeah. Like there's a point to where a paranormal encounter that has a frequency of a couple of times that you're like, okay, this has to be a child spirit or this has to be a adult or something. Like it, 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 there's a point to where, or a line that it has to cross to where it goes from multiple encounters that create a story or create a connection to the point where it's like, this spirit isn't just ma- 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 manifesting it, it, itself to let me know it's here and then doing its own thing. It's, it's terrorizing me. Yeah, it, pretty much. Yeah, like, it's not just, oh, hi, I'm here, it's, I'm not here, I'm with you. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Like, a spirit after spirit after spirit, it felt like that. It wasn't just a hi, it was like, I'm going to show you in every single way that I possibly can that I exist and I'm not leaving. Which is terrifying as a kid. I was, like, a kid. (laughs) Yep. what do you do what do you do at that point you know you become an outcast yeah pretty much and (laughs) we've known each other since we were kids yeah I was pretty much an outcast like I didn't it was just so hard Ugh. but yeah that was an experience that stuck out in my mind um and if you don't mind there's one more experience I won't go through all my experiences but there's one more in that house specifically that I would like to discuss about with you you don't have to ask just do it (laughs) just do it (laughs) um (laughs) so I just I think I was 13 and of course I think my brother was like I think he was 10 9 10 at that time um we were home alone um I love that movie (laughs) great movie that's a great christmas movie this is this is the plot line to a christmas movie right now (laughs) anyways anyways um so of course we were home alone and we used to have this chihuahua um her name was pippy rest her soul (laughs) she passed away a few years ago um but i had remembered you know it was like oh I, I, we just got home I gotta go take her outside and 
her leash was in my parents' bathroom, which connected to the back door. It's really weird setup. So I was going to their bathroom and the door slams in my face. And I'm like, okay. At this point, okay. I was experiencing stuff so much that I was like, okay, I know what to do. I have to remain calm. And I just have to turn around and I just have to walk the other way. Because there was another yeah. way to get in there. I was like, I'm not going to okay. deal with this. So I went to my brother and I was like, look, this just happened. I need you to come with me. And he was like, okay. <laughs> so he got up with me and stuff started like rattling in the house. And I'm freaked out. Like photo photos on the walls were shaking. I vividly remember this, my tiny hallway and the photos on the walls were just shaking and the doors what were rattling. The and I'm freaking out. That's some, like that's like stuff that people would only think would actually happen in horror in horror movies. Like no oh, one would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it gets and... worse from here. Okay. So, I, we run outside. I was like, okay, we gotta go. We run outside, and I'm like, oh shit, the dog's still inside. So I run back inside, and she is cowered in my bedroom, which is in the back of the house, back corner of the house. So I grabbed her and I'm start going down the hallway and the couch was kind of facing away from the hallway. So it was just the back part and something was punching the back of the couch where it would lift up and you could see the back indent and then come back out and it just went in and out, in and out, in and out as if somebody was punching it. Okay. <laughs> I would, and, and, and were you young at this point still? Yeah, I was 13. I, I, I would just leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, that night, like that day, we stayed outside until my parents came home. Like, yeah, it, no, it, we did not go back inside at all. It was it was sunset when we went back inside. And that was middle of the day. This was during the summer. Yeah, we, we were not Damn. having any of that. That's that. like what like. That's literally something that you would like tell this to someone that isn't me that doesn't know you and they'd be like, what movie is that from? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I would tell I used to tell coworkers at work like some stories because some reason we would get on the topic and they'd be like, no, that didn't happen to you. There's no way. And I'm like, yeah. the last time I remembered vividly <laughs> remembered that happening to me. So sorry, I don't know what to tell you. You can believe me or not, but hundred yeah. percent that happened yeah hundred percent and now this may have been the one of the two st stories that you just told may have been it but what was your first my first encounter that got you that question in your head of i'm looking into the paranormal what got you oh my into gosh. um i'm not really sure because like i said i've been experiencing stuff since i was so little so it, 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 it just it, 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 it blended it, it, together gotcha so it's like a mashup of just like how like how your life happened it wasn't one specific encounter that was like okay here we are no i gotcha i would experience stuff so much that like in elementary school i knew what was going on okay oh and uh, i would like to point out um you are a medium, right? 
just for our, our, our viewers? I'm not technically a medium. I'm technically a sensitive. So a sensitive, a sensitive. is somebody yeah. who is really in tune with their intuition. Yeah. Can sense what's going on. I don't, I can see the paranormal, just not to the extent of what a medium can do. Gotcha. Now, I will say I am sensitive as well when it comes to places I've been to uh, like a lot. Like, say, for example, if I went to Pilot's Knob or Baker's Hollow, I would be extremely sensitive to what's around me because I know that energy well. But if we go to an, a new place, like, say, for example, if me and you went to the Goldfield Hotel in Vegas, I would be sensitive to an extent, but you would be like tears above me when it comes to that. Yeah, like when I had moved into this apartment that I'm in now, I automatically knew that there was a spirit here and yeah. that it was a female. Um, it's it's just something I've always been in tune with. I can't really <laughs> explain yeah. why. Um but I've just always been able to, to at least get to the point where I can figure out whether it's a spirit or a demon in quote, or gotcha. what, what is in sense in the area for the most part anyways. Gotcha. So now it's time for my first like ghostly experience that got me into all this. Which I don't even, I don't even think I know. So this is going to, I think this is the first for me. I, I've always I... wondered. I've told you once in the car, oh, like close to like a decade ago. Okay, but. so yeah, I'm not gonna remember. So this is gonna be great. Um, for, for, first of all, for all the, li the listeners that are coming from my channel, I did have a reenactment of my first ghost encounter on my channel, but a couple weeks ago, whenever I was making my return to YouTube, I deleted it because my camera skills that long ago were shit and it looked like I filmed that on a rock so I deleted it uh um it, it was trash but let's get to, to the story itself <laughs> um, <laughs> um I was at my dad's house I was about to turn 12 I was 11 and 8 months if you want to get specific about it or something and it, it, it was beginning of November I'm pretty sure and I was at my dad's house and my mom at the time was not home. It was just me and my dad. And I told my dad, just like, hey, it's cold outside, but not too cold. I'm going to throw on a sweatshirt and some sh some sweatpants and go outside and play with the dog. My dad's like, all right, cool. Have fun. So I got my, I, I, I went outside. And before I go any further, in the to, to the right of my dad's yard, if you're going up the driveway from the perspective of that, if you're to the right of my dad's yard behind a big, huge oak tree, we have a small cemetery in his yard. It's seven stones and that's it. Only one grave is marked. The other seven are literally just ungraved stones or uncarved stones because I did some research and I can't say for 100% fact, but we're pretty sure they're from the Civil War. They're just soldiers just that marched. Yeah. Uh, just placements. Like, yeah basically so there there's that and so i i I, grab, I go outside i grab my dog's tool and we start just running around the house just having fun you know saying you know come here girl and blah blah, blah and just running around the house and then after the third time of running around the house a big huge wind gust i mean the or what felt like a wind gust it could have been like a little push for all i know but uh, I was like, there's no wind out here. I'm like, maybe I just got lucky. And I was wrong place, wrong time when it comes to wind. 
fuck it. So I just kept running. And then a couple more times, I came around, and next you know, it wasn't wind, but it wasn't like a the word hey. It was like a, <sighs> in my, like someone like moaned unsexually in my ear. And, and, I, and I was like, oh, okay. And at that point, I, it's not that I didn't believe in the paranormals. I didn't know what the hell it was. I, I, I was just dumbstruck, like, something's happening. So, yeah, like, when you're in that <laughs> moment, you don't think about it. All you're, you're almost shocked. You're, like, yeah. in awe. You're like, okay, what just happened? I've got to <laughs> process this for at least 20 minutes. Yeah. I, 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 I stood there for a solid 20 seconds, like, um, there's literally no wind. There's there's another small tree in front of me where I stopped at, and it wasn't moving. So then I'm like, maybe the dog did something. I don't know. So then I kept running. And then the third time, not not the next time around, but like I I ran around the tree like I I ran around the house a couple more times. At that point, the dog, my dog, was getting t- 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 tired, which that's fair because our house was pretty fucking big and we had been around the house at least like 10 times at that point so i was like oh. so like then next time i come around the house i'm going to stop and you know lay down with the dog or something but as soon as i got back into the same spot in front of the house after a couple more time the times around i actually heard a like a hey in my ear and then i'm like okay what is going on and then my body was already naturally facing the cemetery from the other side of the yard, so I was already looking in that area. And then I, 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 I heard some like leaves and branches like make like a a, a a rustling sound, like someone like threw a rock into it. I'm like, this is the country. That's not a that that's a normal fucking sound. But just the sound of it got my attention, so I looked over there. And then I couldn't see the details of anything, but a around a five foot eight the 510 size mist figure came floating out i couldn't even see it walking like i couldn't see legs arms hands i couldn't see anything. it was just like a overly white mist it came out from behind the tree and stopped at the only marked grave and it looked like it kneeled down it, it got to the grave and then it got smaller by, oh my by, gosh. by, by about half yeah and it quote unquote kneeled down that's what i like imagined it as yeah. like and then i'm then i'm like then i got scared i i, I thought it was l- looking at me it may not have been but that's what i that that's the vibe that i got well then, you know i mean if you couldn't see a face and you got that vibe most likely yeah. it was looking at you yeah <laughs> and then and then after i got that vibe i didn't scream or anything, scream or, or anything but i just whispered like hello like it was i whispered it so quietly no one could would be able to hear it but i, I, I was just like hello and then the the mist just got absorbed into the only marked grave and then i was like what the fuck did i just see so i went inside i grabbed my dad's camera which Granted, it was one of those like ten dollar ones you buy at the Walmart with like the, the Kodak ones you throw like the real yeah, in the spin that knob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I went out and then I, I took two pictures on it, because apparently that all that's all that it had left. And then I I I took it inside. I'm like, Dad, I need I need you to print out the pictures. And he goes, That's the wrong camera. I can't just do that. And I go, Oh, 
Alrighty. So I put it on the, on the desk and I got on the family computer at the time. Remember when those were a thing? A family. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> and then I, 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 I got on that not knowing what to, to, to look up. I tapped into Google gravestones and white things. And at that point I, um, I think I, I even asked my dad, I, 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 I think I, I, I went up to my dad, like in the living room and, uh, Says like, hey, do you ever see anything weird in the yard? And he goes, weird as in like cow. And I go like, something you rarely see. And he goes, uh, like be more specific. And I, then I, I, I was sitting there like dumbstruck. I'm like, I, I don't know how. And he goes, I never see anything weird in the yard other than like our dog doing something stupid. I'm like, no, like weirder than that. And he goes, are you? I'm like, no, it's good. It's, it's, uh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> he had the face of like I was on crack like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like you know what screw it and then me just not knowing what the hell it is a day or two pat the passes and I, for I, I forget about it like at the, the, the time and time when, but then I think about a week or two like after that I remember having the encounter and that's when I'm like you know what I know the term paranormal now. I know that this is a term. I know it, what it is. I'm going to research it. And as far as that camera and where the pictures went, I'm sure it's in a trash can some, somewhere. I don't know what the hell I, I, I did with it. I, I don't even know if they ever got printed. I don't, don't even know what that camera was used for before I used it. No idea. But yeah, that was my first encounter. And I had that encounter technically when I was 11, but I got into the paranormal, started doing the research and stuff when I was 12. Didn't do my first investigation until about two years or so after that, and that was with you actually. Uh, at Pilots was it? Was it the Baker's Hollywood or Pilot Snob? Probably Pilot Snob, most likely. Yeah, because yeah, I think it was two years after that, so I was fourteen. I think I was. I think it was maybe like on like on a summer break. I was going into high school, and I was like, hey. Do you like creepy shit? And you're like, I like creepy shit. And I was like, Do you know where to go? And, he, and you're like, I got you, fam. And here we are. But um, and to be honest, you know, I don't understand where I gained the knowledge of the paranormal because I mean, when I was younger, we didn't really have internet. We really didn't. Yeah. We had really crappy internet. We didn't really have cable. I think it was just because of horror movies because I was allowed to watch horror movies as a younger kid. Yeah. But not a lot of them. Like, I would have to watch them with my mom. And, of course, I never really watched a lot of them. But for somehow, in some reason, I just kind of knew. And I don't know. I'm not really sure why I knew. I couldn't even give you the explanation. Like, how you had your first encounter. Yeah. I, I couldn't even tell you because I just had been around it for so long. Right. Like, before that, I remember. And I don't understand. I really don't understand. But... I, I think that's so interesting that you physically saw this yeah. and seep into the ground, which even even if I saw that today, I, I still would be an awestruck. <laughs> yeah. As many like, times as this happens, I would still be an awestruck. Like, like capturing something on camera is one thing, and, and it's amazing. Like, I can only imagine capturing maybe a shadow of figure on each investigation but physically seeing an apparition live its spiritual life and do its everyday movements in person with my own eyes 
I'm not going to ask for that every time I do an investigation because I don't want it to. Because then, for every time it happened, it, it would ruin that shock factor. Yeah. Like, caption on, 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 on camera, you're, it's on camera. Like, you know, you can revisit that at, at any point. But I, I like, I like, I, I, I want stuff that I, that I see with my own eyes to be like that once in a lifetime deal. So like, it's, it's, it's a completely different yeah. experience. And when you, I mean, yeah. and I know plenty of people experience this, otherwise there wouldn't even be a name for it. It, it's a completely different experience, but it's an experience that I don't know how people who literally see the dead every single day deal with it. Yeah. I, I'll never know. I may sense it, but for sure, I don't. <laughs> I don't enjoy seeing it when I do end up seeing it. As yeah. much as I try to cover it up, like I, I will never understand that peak of peak of level. I will never understand it. Helen, there was a. Uh, I'm going to reference a uh, a Ghost Adventures thing that happened that popped into my head as soon oh, as you actually we love ghost adventures <laughs> yes Zach, and we if might... you're listening to this um please con- sponsor us con- con- well, fuck sponsoring let's bring on to your, your fucking team oh please <laughs> <laughs> but also if if, if 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 not that we will gladly do see we're we're kind of poor here so um if you can do like <laughs> If you could give us like a hundred bucks each for each episode for like a shout out for the haunted the museum, then that's all we ask. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, like a hundred bucks that that'll get us something. I'm sure. <laughs> Please, we are begging. I don't beg. I'm living off a of ramen, but that's not because of my money. Freaking same. But anyway, um. There was, whenever they did the investigation at the Cecil Hotel a couple months ago, uh, they brought in some well-known psychic mediums, and I think it was Marty and Mary, Marty Perry, I I don't want to mistake their their names. They brought in some people that were some mediums, and they blindfolded them. And then Zach took the man into a room where a uh, murderer or a killer was stayed, and 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 uh, of course he he supposedly knew nothing about what happened in, in that room. Uh, Zach didn't tell him anything apparently, and as far as we know, he didn't do any the, like research on it beforehand. But anyway, and he came in with a notepad, piece of paper. Of course, they uh, they took off the blindfold once he got in, in in the room, and um, and uh, he he drew up a picture of a man, and as far as I remember, it didn't have any like the weapons or on it or anything on it. But he just drew a picture like like of a man, man's face and torso, and um, and uh, and uh, he gave it to Zach, and Zach was like, "Oh my god!" And they put his sketch side by side to like an actual portrait of the killer and it was and for just a hand drawing of this killer it was shockingly just similar oh my and there gosh. 
Yeah, and that reminds me I what I you were saying. You're talking about because they had those specifically two people had came in to. Oh, they I do a lot of. Remember her name, but it was like an older lady who yeah. had killed her ten dents and stuff. That's the one I think I specifically remembered them being in and what they do. I I need to find their names. Yeah, because uh, the mediums that came in on the Cecil the hotel the episode they've done they've been featured countless episodes on ghost adventures like yeah. they're nothing new to 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 them but yeah i it's crazy yeah but they it's, it's just so phenomenal to see people at work like that you know yeah <laughs> so oh my gosh it 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 astounds me every single time and whether it's on tv or i hear it over a podcast it's just so yeah. fascinating yeah it just it's always piqued my interest especially you know since experiences as a child and then noticing that other people experiences it and then learning more about it and i learn new stuff every single day and it's just amazing what some people can do and how far they can go into yeah. paranormal and how yeah. much information they can get and it's so amazing yes I, I i can't add on to what you just said just yes 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 <laughs> just uh <laughs> me and my ramblings i am so sorry to everybody who had to hear all the rambling hey <laughs> hey that that's a podcast you're supposed to ramble shut no, up man oh i know i just <laughs> i just can't help it um and we are well into this podcast by like 32 minutes at like, like at this point so if you are still here thank you for staying and whatnot and listening and being awesome but um since we're the this far into it uh we're uh going to cut out uh we'll talk about the sneak peeks in the local places in the next episode because and and, and the bobby mackey's one as well because i want to talk about a specific encounter that you've had at Pallet Snob, and I got a picture of because I I I I I emailed you the picture before this podcast began, but uh, I I don't know when it happened. I'm sure there's a timestamp on, on the picture if I look at it, but years ago, me and you were at Pilot Snob, and you were doing a channeling session in between the two trees there, where so you sit down and you invite the spirits in to com communicate through you. And and you 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 give your whole experience and how you felt during that time. But near the end, whenever you, you were about done, you specifically said out loud, "There is something near me, and I don't like it." So you ended the session there, and then you got up. But as you were getting up, I'm like, "Oh, I'm just gonna take a, a wide-angled picture of just the area in front of you. Nothing special." Took it, and I did. And as soon as I took it, I looked at it. And I captured what looked to be the neck and face of a dragon slash lizard. Yeah, and, yeah. I'll, I'll, and I'll put that up on screen r r right now for everybody to see. But for the best you can, I know it was years ago, but for the best you can, explain how you felt and how that was. Okay. So, okay. So for everybody's information, pilot, we're talking about pilot snob. So this is in reference to the witch's grave pilot, not pilot snob in Marion, Kentucky. So if yes. you wanted to look it up, you can. Yes. Um, so when I was there and doing all that, I was very new into channeling. 
Um, I wish I knew the information that I did back then. Otherwise, it probably wouldn't have been such a traumatic experience. But um, I was, I just remember sitting there and, of course, pitch black middle of the night. I do remember seeing just pure red, pure red and something being around me all I could see was just this pure red and then like this dark ball in the middle of it which is weird to see in the middle of the night pure darkness you don't have a light on you I don't remember having a light on me no because because at that time my camera was like some $60 camcorder from Best Buy like it didn't yeah. even like like my camera now like has a night vision mode on it it's actually like a good camera but back then i couldn't afford a piece of gum so it was <laughs> it, it, it was a really crap can the camera so our light was a, a camera light that was attached to to the top and and it, and, it, and it was off at the time but but go ahead yeah, yeah. no lights yeah so i just remember honestly sitting there i think this may have been maybe the fourth time doing this channeling and I haven't channeled in a long time actually I think that was the last time I actually channeled because of what happened um I just remember feeling dread just heavy heaviness in my chest and a heaviness around me and it felt like I was just in this tight ball corner and obviously I wasn't and when I feel like that I know it's not good you know, yeah. if you ever get a sense of dread, you know, in a sense of just negative, it was just negative, full of negativity. I knew from there, that's when I was like, okay, yeah, this isn't normal. It was a new feeling too, because I had been there multiple times before, and this was a new feeling. So I knew it was something new and I knew it was something bad. And that's when I had to stop right there because I had to get up and walk away from that. It was, it took so much energy out of me that I had to stop. It yeah. just sucked everything out of me. And whenever you were done and I got that picture, like the fact that a spirit was able to manifest in itself into a dragon head, like that clearly, like once again, I'll, I'll put the picture of like up, up, up on screen or maybe it still is on screen, but like it. The spirit had enough power to manifest itself that clearly, and the fact it chose to manifest itself into basically a demon. Like, demons, I'm sure, can take it on many forms and many looks. So, you've seen all red, plus me capturing the image of what appears to be a demon or a demonic figure. One and one don't go together. Yeah, no, it don't. And when I saw the red... I was very confused because, you know, not all the time does red mean evil. It really doesn't. It, it, it doesn't, yeah. And that's when I got really confused. But then when I, I got that feeling, I got that tightness in my chest. I got that feeling that there was just multiple things squeezing me into a tight corner. That's when it tr it triggered like almost like a flight, fight or flight response. Like yeah. I had to go. Yeah, it was not, yeah, that was not a good experience, but a very interesting one. Very oh, yes. Interesting. Yes. I do not recommend anybody just doing that willy-nilly, by the way. Uh, yes. Please do your research into it. <laughs> please. Yes. Research the paranormal. Please. We have been doing it for at least, like, I'm I'm 24 now. I've been researching the paranormal and strategies for for basically a little bit over a decade. And 
you you've been doing it for well over a decade i would assume <laughs> yeah yeah and, um just and we still don't know the ins and outs of everything there is new experiments new ways like that is being created and science and paranormal investigators and engineers are making new things every day just for anyone out there we do not claim to to know it all even if we are talking about a experiment oh but lord we, yeah no but, not at all i don't have the answer to everything yeah. nobody really does but saying that if you do do anything and take our advice on on anything as like as far as how to use equipment how to use yourself for channeling as equipment you know in in, in that sense Please don't just take our experiences because you may have a different mindset on things. You may have a different belief system. You may, you know, have more haunted locations near you that have more sinister spirits than we do. So things, situations are so different. Please do your research and then on the places that are near you and then see how bad the history is and then from there research what experiments you want to and then once you have all the information then make a choice yes or no please do not take our word on everything when it comes to paranormal in investigating because yes. it can get you it, 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 it can make you follow like things could follow you home Things could torment you. Things could come and come come to your house for one day and leave. You never know. Yeah, you don't. I taunt spirits all the time. I taunted at Bobby Mackey's. Should I have? Probably not. But I'm used to it, like enough, and I protect myself enough. And so far, I've been home for a month and a half, and I haven't seen or felt anything bad. So I, I think I'm good. <laughs> but, but in the challenge room. Or the demon room. This is a little teaser um, uh, into a, a my investigation that's coming up and into a future episode. But once there was, uh, back in the 18 and 1900s, there were, uh, was a sat multiple satanic cults that have, were said to be uh, doing the rituals in the basement there. And at one point, there was a pentagram that was drawn in the basement in one of the back rooms that were used for satanic cults. And... Now they call it the child room because they get child laughter and EVPs in that room. But it's Ugh. also, it's a, and I actually got one too, so you'll see that. Oh my but, gosh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so awful! Uh, I just can imagine it now. Uh, it's so gross. I don't like it. Oh my gosh. Uh, but it's also called the demon room for obvious reasons. But um, uh, me, uh, whenever we we got there, there's a little coffee table there that was put the put there to hold trigger objects and paranormal investigation equipment on. And there's a little flower, a little rattle toy thingy, and uh, a little toy like Hot Wheels car on the table for like, you know, spirits if you're here, then move this or whatnot. And we did a EVP set the session while also trying to get the spirits to move a object. And we put the car in the middle. It's like the car, like you could push the car with your pinky with nothing and it would just move slightly. Like it was that easy. And after 10, 20 minutes, nothing well as far as movement e the evps we don't we didn't know until we got home but as far as the movement nothing and eventually you know i 
was wanting something to happen. So I was like, if a demon is here or anything is here, make this move. If not, then you're a fucking coward. And smart. You're so smart. <laughs> and uh my girlfriend that was right beside me, as soon as I said that, she didn't nudge. the same exact thing I just said. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't nudge me. She she I I I just quietly in like in the background be, be, beside me heard and and I quote this. Oh my god. And I was like, "What?" And I and and, and she looked at me and goes, "What do you mean? What?" <laughs> I'm like, "You know what? Fair." Yeah, just there. What do you mean? <laughs> Excuse me. But yeah, and uh we didn't get anything that that night. Nothing's followed us home so so far if it has, it hasn't showed itself in any way. But long story short, do your research and be yes. careful. That's all I'm yes. saying. 100%, 100%. And as I say again, 100%. <laughs> yes. And uh, I think that's all we're going to talk about for this episode because I don't want to make it too long. Like I see podcasts out there in every genre out there that is that has like two hour long and I don't want to. I want this to be long enough to someone to watch like before they go to bed or eat the dinner. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the, this is a podcast, not the screening of fucking of the 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 Avengers. So, <laughs> but what if that's what I wanted to be? No, that's fine. No, I listen to podcasts all the time. Um, I listen to a podcast that's called um, and that's why we drink. Just a little shout out. Um, nice. Yeah. And they have like hour and a half to two hour long episodes and i'm one of those people that likes that but i know that's not everybody's yeah. cup of tea so hell um i recently uh of course i'd like to give a shout out and, and these shout outs are not paid or oh no not at or all. The, these are but, just uh, ones we love <laughs> just uh there is a podcast i listen to and um uh he follows me on twitter we dm and stuff but uh and and also if you guys don't know if you guys are uh aware of a media company called the dark zone.net or just the dark zone that's the company name um it is a paranormal uh investigation and media 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 company they do lives of investigations and so on and so forth uh they have uh paranormal contributors like dave schrader i listen to his podcast darkness R radio great podcast but the only reason i bring that up is because i am a paranormal c c consultant for the dark zone i i became a, a consultant for them back in three years ago i believe but yeah uh a friend of mine on you youtube she became a consultant i found out about them through her and i sent them an email and one thing led to to another and here we are but yes the, the darkness radio and i actually found out about this next podcast actually like two three days ago i've only listened to half of one episode but it's a creepy pasta slash horror storytelling short story series like their Ooh. episode their, their episodes are like max of 30 m m minutes long mm -hmm. or the one or the one that i heard was and it's literally just one guy telling like a long creepy pasta and the one episode that i heard the, this episode name is so like cool it's called the inside out there oh it, it's just the title alone yeah and 
in the logo, they use a V. But I think it's supposed to be a U, but it's mm -hmm. it's euphemet. Oh, okay. And but instead of the logo is a E V O so on and so forth. So the, I'm, I'm guessing the V is supposed to replace the U for graphical design purposes. But <laughs> <It's> so graphic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, euphemet. From what I've heard, awesome shit. I thought you'll hear this, but still. Um, but yeah. In the next coming episodes, we're going to be talking about uh, sneak peeks into. Well, I guess it wouldn't be the sneak peeks, but in the next episode, the couple of, of 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 episodes, we're going to be talking about the history of Pilot Snob, Baker's Hollow Road, and a place that I have yet to go to, but you have been to it once at least, the Olive the Cemetery. Yeah, I've been to it a few times. I know exactly where it's at. I will kind of triangulate the location only because it's not private, but it's it's really back in the country. Um, kind like of you, you said there's not a path to it, right? There's yeah, like you have... yeah, it's kind of rough to get to it. So um, gotcha. Yeah, we will okay. talk about it. It's called Love Cemetery. All this is in Kentucky. Love um, Cemetery. Yes. To look up. <laughs> <laughs> Pilot Snob, Marion, Kentucky, Baker's Hollow, Marion, Kentucky, and then Love Cemetery. I don't really technically know what um, town name it's under, but gotcha. it's in uh, the same area. I doubt you'll be able to find it online like anyway. It's so out there. You can, but it's really hard oh, to find it. I, I have found it before, but it's really hard to find it. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Okay. So next the couple of episodes, the history and our encounters, which we have a lot of encounters, specifically with Baker's Hollow and Pilot Snob, so each one is going to be very, hopefully not too long, but long enough. B B Baker's Hollow, Pi Pilot Snob, and Love, and also uh, on f a future episode, I will talk about my investigation at Bobby Mackey's, the time it took into editing that stuff, and, uh, and then also you'll some get some history behind it and everything like yes. that. And then some reactions from you as far as what I caught. Yes, I'll be looking at most of this for the first time, and I'm so yes. excited. Alrighty, well, that's the end of our first episode, and this is fun. Like, it doesn't feel like a job. It feels fun. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Even though I'm so nervous, but I'm so excited. I'm so happy. Yes. I really hope everybody made it to the end, and I'm so appreciative if you did. Yes, and even if not everybody didn't, if some of you did, thank you so much. We appreciate yes. you and, and love your faces. But yeah, uh, we the haunted, that is us, Trevor Faith and Lily Dunkerson. And we will talk to you guys soon. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and all that good stuff. And yeah, talk Download soon. Download all that lovely stuff. Indeed. Later. Later. <laughs>